John chapter 3 and verse 16. It says, okay, mm, let's start from verse 10. I want us to gain so much understanding. Let's start from verse 1. Let's start from verse 1. I believe we'll be able to finish this. It says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Hallelujah. So, um, there's something that I always say I forgot to say today. Um, whatever, whenever we are privileged to listen to something, someone rather, Bear this in mind. Scripture says in Proverbs, I think, I'm not sure if it's 27 verse 17. Please, somebody should let us know if I'm correct. But it says, iron sharpened iron. So, a man, sorry, I, I want to be sure and confirm. So, yeah, Proverbs 27 verse 17 says, iron sharpened iron, so a man sharpened the countenance of his friend. And this is to say that whatever we are privileged to hear at the time, most times we may know about it, but please open your mind so that you do not miss out on the why you are being taught on it again. And then I explained sometime ago, was it last week, that sometimes most times it's a reminder for us and most times it just comes fresh so that we are able to tell people about it praise god so continuing my study john chapter 3 verse 1 it says there was a man of the pharisees named nicodemus a ruler of the jews the same came to jesus by night and said unto him rabbi we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born jesus answered verily verily i say unto thee except a man be born of water and of spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of god verse 6 that which is born of flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof. But thou canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, how can these things be? Please let us pay attention. I'm trying to read 
slowly so that we can grasp. Verse 10 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we do know, and testify that we have sinned, and ye receive not our witness. If I told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. And Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. Even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Ah, uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Before I go ahead, before I go ahead, um, I, I will just quickly, or if somebody can help us, look for the scripture where Moses lifted up, um, Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. That's when he lifted up his rod, and then it was a serpent. If you find it's fine. If you don't, I'll just explain something. I, I think it's something we are. Um, familiar with but if you can help us get the scripture that will be fine anybody please from the good chats okay so scripture says and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness even so must the son of man be lifted up what does this mean now when Moses lifted up that rod and it was a serpent it was swelling other serpents and everything but the condition there was whoever could see could look up eh, to that serpent to that rod that Moses lifted up they were gonna be saved they were gonna be saved so it was as far as you could look as many that looked they were saved as many that looked up to that they were saved the way scripture here says and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness even so must the son of man be lifted up what does that mean even so our focus must be on Jesus so that we can be saved even so you know when when they they looked at when they 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 were looking at this they knew that their life depended on it they knew that they had to look at it for them to be saved do you understand that is the same thing now it is that when we confess our sins we are made whole we are looking up to jesus that can save us that is it but for sake of time i didn't plan to explain this scripture let's go ahead to what we were reading verse 15 says that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have eternal life so this is a continuation of verse 14 it says even so must the son of man be lifted up that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have eternal life so that is it that 
no i said i would not say holy spirit help me so verse 16 says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life hallelujah for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life we're still going to continue but you know this scripture is one of the most popular scriptures if not so because as children learn this up like this is the first one of the first scriptures that we kind of like are able to memorize John 3 16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life this is one scripture that so, so many people are so sure of you don't need to open you don't need to open the, the Bible to tell you that that's John 3 16 and that's so beautiful you know and 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 this is this is an essence or our essence really and this is the beginning for us so we know from this scripture like I said the last time I like to question scriptures I don't know why but maybe I get my answers through there I try to I try to understand the possibilities so first thing we have accomplished from the first from from the scripture from the first um whatever um, I don't know the English to put it it says for God so loved the world so the first question now is okay does God love the world or how much does God love the world and then the scripture says so he's so like he's deep he's deep in love with the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life hallelujah let's go to verse 17 so we could wrap this up on time it says for god sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved he that believeth on him is not condemned but he that believeth not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God and this is the condemnation the light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil last week I said something that I was telling somebody I was giving somebody an instance and I said to him if you need a bucket of water and God gives you a drum or a well of water and you don't know that that is water in it you still 
you will still be chasing after that bucket of water. So, it's the same thing with unbelievers. So, scripture here says that this is their condemnation. That men love darkness rather than light. That light was coming to the world. But then men prefer darkness instead of light. So why why did they, um, Sir Obina, thank you for sharing that scripture. Probably we'll get back to it. So men loved darkness instead of light. Why? For most of them, ignorance. For most of them, ignorance. And that is why, that is why we have the sole duty and the sole responsibility to just go about preaching the word of God. And like I said the last time I was here, I said we do not preach to just unbelievers. Your evangelism should never be limited to unbelievers. Never, never, ever, never. It should not be limited to only unbelievers. It should be extended to believers too. It should be so you're going for evangelism. It's not about faith. It's not about who you think has known Jesus. Everybody, at every time, I said something the last time that sometimes what you could be doing for a believer is you are reminding them because sometimes situations that people face can can um, can make them forget. That's the word. Or can make their faith reduce so like scripture says in Proverbs 27 17 it says iron have you ever really thought of how how that you have a knife a blunt knife but then you use a sharp iron or use a sharp knife to, to sharpen and then it stops becoming blunt it starts to have it starts to have sharpness how is that possible how is that possible how is that possible that a blunt iron or a sharp iron can sharpen a blunt one so we 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 have to understand that we are not limited to just unbelievers everybody everyone everyone yeah so please let's continue and it says verse 20 now it says for everyone that doeth evil hated the light neither cometh to the light lest his deeds should be reproved but he that doeth truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God Please let's turn our Bibles to Romans chapter 3, verse 24. I hope that's the scripture. Romans 3, 24. Hallelujah. 
So we're going to read from verse 21. It says, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. Verse 23 says, For all have sinned. All have sinned. You know, oh, well, I'm sorry. When, when I was still, when I was growing up, I used to think the scripture was for all I have sinned. I don't know if I, if I have, I don't know if I if I have a partner in this one. I think the last time when I said, spoke about a scripture that I misunderstood for years, because I did not turn to the Bible, I used I, um, to scriptures. I just used to say that what what scripture was that? That um um pray um pray in every uh, pray pray without season, and I said. I used to think for years when I was still quite little. I was thinking that it was S E A S O N. So in dry season, you pray. In winter, you pray. Whatever season, in good season, in bad season, you <laughs> you pray. It's good. Like come to think of it, pray without season. Like the S E A S O N. It's a beautiful thing to say. That's pray when you're down, pray when you're good, pray, pray when it's snowing, pray, just pray, irrespective of the weather. It's a good thing to say, but it's not scripture. Do you understand? What I mean is that whatever we are laying account to, that it is scripture, should be scripture. So, like I was saying, I had a misunderstanding of the scripture personally, Romans three twenty-three. I used to pray with it and say for because I used to hear people say ah, for all I have seen initially when when I didn't know about the scripture and then I just used to hear people say for all I have seen for all I have seen so I, I used to think they're saying for all I have seen like I have I, I don't know how to explain it so but I had a misunderstanding for a long time that's why I'm saying this again to say that at every point in time please especially when we are teaching people please let us and we are talking to them about scriptures whatever scriptures you talk about please open it so that if you made a mistake before you can even you can also correct yourself and then the person doesn't have to go with the wrong mentality honestly um, um wrong doctrines and wrong mentality let me tell you something here some people hmm? genuinely genuinely listen to this some people genuinely teach what is wrong some people genuinely i don't know if this word is correct some people genuinely teach the wrong things what i mean is that it is out of ignorance do you get so it's it's not it's not like they really meant to lead you astray but it's just that those people have been taught by a set of people that may not have genuinely taught them in ignorance they just taught them for sake of teaching them and so those people have carried on it's like they are passing the baton or the button is that what button about sure they are passing on the button 
so they genuinely teach the wrong things why because they have failed to open scriptures and check what really is scripture saying please let us endeavor i will never get tired of saying this at every point in time when you listen to me at least sometimes most times you should hear me say please open scripture open it do not be too tired open it do not be wary open scripture let us see you know let us see let like i said some time ago sometimes the beauty about opening scripture to somebody if you open a new scripture to me and i happen to open it also in my bible i may not remember the scripture i can maybe remember that oh where you read it from was in matthew and i I may be able to remember that when you were reading it from my bible it was on the left page (laughs) so it will be easier for me to identify i would just have to be scrolling ah this thing it started with this i will be able to tell from my bible so please whenever we are teaching as believers whenever we are teaching people please let us be able to take them to the reference that we make whatever reference scripture and if there is no time that's still okay but please be sure that it is the right scripture and it is the way you are saying if you're paraphrasing please let them know that you are just trying to explain what it tells and not that it's really like that so i'm sorry i've taken time again so verse 23 says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god what does that mean everybody everybody has sinned everybody is or was a sinner let me put it that way but it is in christ that we gain salvation okay so verse 24 says being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. Um, should we continue? Yeah. It says to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Now, let's turn our Bibles to Romans 8 and verse 1. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. Okay, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Praise God. So, 
when we began earlier i said we're going to be talking about righteousness but we're going to be talking more about the love of god and we're going to be talking about that in this sense um praise god okay we're going to be talking um talking about the love of god in that most times yeah personally and i'm going to share this personally my my motive behind talking to people about jesus especially unbelievers is the love of god i've said this some time ago that there was a point in my life yeah when i was angry at god why because i found out that god loves us the same see i was very angry honestly and i'm being honest that was like about two or three years ago i i i i don't know but in my mind i was grudging i, I was beefing god if you understand what beefing means i was i can't explain it but i was very angry i don't mean a joyful anger i was literally angry i'm like for what like you know true study and everything i found out that god loves if like i don't know again eh, i don't i was i don't know why i was being so i like i me i don't know i, I think sometimes only me used to experience some kind of things so me i don't know if i'll have a partner or a witness here but for me and i found out that god loves us the same i felt bad i felt like why would god do that like how can he love me the way he loves a non-believer honestly it took me time and it took the holy spirit <sighs> to take away that anger from me i don't know probably i was very selfish there i'm like oh my effort like oh my oh everything i'm like god so all the things i do for him all the evangelism and honestly that year i took evangelism really really serious i took sharing the word of god really serious i i can't it was like a mandate it's still a mandate for every believer praise god but it was so fresh so i became so so angry at god i'm like god you you are very partial very very partial for loving me this like me I oh god i think it was pride too for everyone here that has pride that that i think everybody has pride but it, it should be to an extent yeah so for everybody anyone here that has an alarming pride father holy spirit we ask for your humility to fill our hearts abroad in the name of jesus we ask that from now on we have the spirit of meekness and humility take away pride so yeah like i was saying i was i'm, I'm getting somewhere on my story and i'm like you know i question god so many times i question god i'm like god why and you know sometimes yeah we just god is so i don't like you know 
This was what the Holy Spirit said to me. And then it just kept me quiet. It kept me short, you know. He says, you were sometime unbelieving. You get. So I now understood that was all it took for me to understand. You know, sometimes we try to try and have things in our way. We try to we tried to last time I was saying something, even talking about this pride. I remember I think it was last Sunday too, and I was saying that sometimes the problem I, I have and I, I, I see in most believers is that there is no humility in correction. You see a lot of believers, they are trying to correct you and tell you that you are doing it the wrong way, but then they do it with so much pride. They do it with so much pride and they forget that there was some time in their life where they really did not understand these things. There was a time where it took them study and the, the, the conscious efforts of other believing Christians to, to get them to the, 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 the to, 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 to get them to the knowledge that they have now. And so you see so many prideful people. Ah, I don't know why I like talking about this passionately, but please, I know that the people that I spoke to the last time may not be the same people I'm speaking to now, so I'm going to talk about this. Please, whatever you do as a believer, please do it in humility, especially when it comes to affairs of God. It matters a lot. Do it in see there are some people you see there's one person i love his personality for one i love what he knows about god i love how he takes his time to study but because of his pride i don't go close to him i don't i don't because maybe at the end of the day when he's done teaching me i will carry that same pride I don't know if you're getting me, but humility matters a lot. Humility. And humility is what gets a lot of people, honestly. So as a believer, please, please, whatever you are teaching, whenever, please do it in humility. Some, ah, some people, ah. I don't know if you have encountered people like that. They will just be so, like, what you just did was wrong. They will doubt, like, see, there is a place. There is a place. There is a place for rebuke and there is a place for reproof. But please, let us let us rebuke correctly and let us not rebuke in that I too. That that trying to tell people that what do you even you don't know anything do you understand please let's not do that god loves everybody and god is interested with everybody and god is interested in, in everybody's life and it is in god's interest that people know what they are doing are you getting so if you are privileged to talk to somebody or to correct somebody if I if if peradventure I didn't said something that wasn't correct now because of this devotion, I would expect you to say, ah, 
Joy, this thing you said at this time, it will, and I will be so happy. It will, it will tell me that ah, that it will even, it will even explain to me that ah, somebody was actually listening to me. So please, whatever we do, let's do in humility. If you're not sure about something, if you don't know something, please be humble and learn. Very, very experienced. Praise God. So that's not where I was. What was I even saying? Ah, Joy. I have limited time. 12 minutes. Okay. So, like I was saying, I was angry at God. And then I I I understood that. It took me time to understand that I was also unbelieving. And when I was unbelieving, when I was a sinner, because the Bible says for all has sinned, always sinners. It took me understanding that it was the love of God that drew me. It was the love of God that brought me thus far. It was the love of God that gave me salvation. It was the love of God that gave me redemption. Do you get? So, my perspective changed. So, at that point, I started talking to people based on the love of God. I started talking to people not really because Jesus said we should now go and talk to people. I was talking to people because I wanted people to feel this love of God that I feel. I wanted people to understand this love of God that is so beautiful. I wanted people to have an experience. I wanted people to know this God, who he really is. I wanted people to understand that the love of God is really is amazing. It is amazing. And that is the cause of our righteousness today. That is the cause of our righteousness today. The love of God. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. You know, Jesus is a free gift for all for everybody so we are going to be opening the eyes of unbelievers to this gift like i said ignorance is 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 one of the reasons why they can't see so from from um that scripture we read in john chapter 3 where it says i think it was verse 18 sorry no it was verse 19 it says and men love darkness rather than light why did he know the Bible says and this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light for many they can't see that light they can't they can't understand what it really is that's why I said sometimes we may have it but because we don't know it, we go around seeking. We go around seeking. So, but we have nine minutes left. We're going to use that nine minutes to pray. We're going to use that nine minutes to pray. We're going to pray for some categories of things and some categories of persons. Second Timothy chapter 1 and verse 2. My favorite scriptures um, to get you to understand why you are praying. 
it says therefore I exhort first of all uh, sorry it says therefore I exhort first of all that supplications prayers intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men for kings and all who are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence it says prayers intercessions supplications giving of thanks be made for all men be made for all men like I say and I always say it is our duty to pray it's our duty to pray for everything it doesn't have to concern us it doesn't have to affect us before we start praying are we getting it doesn't the situation must not be pressing against us for us to arise and pray as in this kingdom yeah in the kingdom of God you know we feel we feel um, how do I put this we feel in the gap for other people we intercede for people we stand in their stead not because they ask us to if they ask us fine please join me in faith and pray about this for me that's beautiful but we pray irrespective of anything it says supplications prayers thanksgiving whatever it is let it be made for all men for kings for all who are in authority they need it especially those in authority prayers intercessions ought to be made for them that they do not see if the one that is leading you has it wrong my dear it's it's the beginning of doom you are gone because when they have it wrong things it starts affecting you in a whole lot of ways so now we're gonna pray we're gonna be praying briefly why I'm also taking my time to explain it is so that we do not end our prayers here we can't pray all the prayers we can we should pray here but if we can have understanding if we can have understanding it is something we'll start doing in our own time in our own quiet time in our own quiet place praise God so now we're gonna be praying for every nation while I'm saying it just be praying because I'm gonna be adding stuff to them to pray I will not say in Jesus name I will change the prayer point no I won't do that because time is fast spent so we're going to be praying for every nation around the earth. We're going to be praying. We're going to be speaking life. We're going to be speaking life. We're going to be speaking healing. That the Lord heals every land. Heals every land. Heals every land. Heals every land. In the name of Jesus, every land is healed. In the name of Jesus, every nation receives peace. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the peace that comes from God, every nation receives, every nation is made whole. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray for the sick. As many that are sick, they receive their healing in the name of Jesus. We join faith. As many that are ill, 
as many that are ill, as many that are ill, they receive strength right now in the name of Jesus. As I last week, I let us pray for somebody that had a relative with that 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 caught COVID. I haven't heard if the person is okay, but we're still gonna pray. We're gonna be using that person as a point of contact, reaching those that are ill around the world, those that have been infected, those that have been affected. We're gonna be praying, healing, speaking healing all over their lives, all over, all over. Healing in the name of Jesus. 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 We speak healing. We speak healing and we speak life in the name of Jesus. We speak healing and we speak life in the name of Jesus. We speak healing and we speak life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We speak healing and we speak life. Thank you, Jesus. 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 You know, prayers work especially the prayer of faith it works honestly you know i will share this and then we close well before i led us to pray in this in my heart i said i just felt when we are praying when we're going to be praying <sighs> prayers work and it's it i don't i can't even explain i i you know it's too authentic so i feel sharing this with us it may seem too authentic because it's actually authentic you know when i started when i started this broadcast for a while i played i was playing something i wasn't talking you know and i've just been struggling with myself honestly honestly god is my witness i have my <clears throat> i was regretting i was um at some point regretting today i wasn't actually the one supposed to take the devotion and i was regretting standing in this dead honestly because i was feeling so sick feeling a lot of chest and stomach i couldn't sit well i've just been talking sometimes i wasn't i didn't even know what i was saying but i was just trying to make things seem real I was having ulcer pangs and everything. In my mind, I, I said to myself that when we are praying about healing, that's that's what we that's I I I I believe. Uh, how do I put this? Like I talked about intercession, where we we could pray the prayer of faith with people. I just believe that when I talk about healing. And when I, I, I talk I talk about healing and then for people to pray about healing, I just believed in my heart that while praying, I would feel that, um, I don't know, my chest, I, I don't know, I was having a very hot burning sensation in my chest and my stomach. That that's one of the things also that does to me and stuff. I just had faith that while we are praying, it's going to go. And then it did, honestly, I don't feel that chest pain again. Prayers of faith are very, very authentic. Honestly, at this point, I didn't, I didn't, in my mind, I wasn't even 
talking about ulcer to me. I just really wanted that pain because I've been trying to struggle with stuff I've been saying. And then that's why I was laughing when I was praying. That's to say that uh, my time is up. We pray and we intercede for all men. And because prayers work, and because faith is beautiful, we pray in faith. Sometimes we see the situation so big, you know, especially those times that Corona just came and blah. So if I pray for this nation, will this nation really be healed? <laughs> Hallelujah. So please, in your quiet time, still 